And three, two, we are live, episode 16, and no one told me hockey podcast. Jack, what is going on? Nothing, man. It's been a while since we talked, actually. Over over a week, right? Yeah, since we we did the film. last one really early in the week, and then this one is right at the end of the week. So these are way spread out, but um so we haven't really talked, and I think both of us have been pretty busy, so we've barely been texting or anything, too. I thought at one point. You might be dead because I hadn't heard from you in like it's four good. days, dude. dude I, I, it's kind of, you know what? The last week we have had so many tours. I had a tour every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Do you, do you, do you have a script? Like, are you saying like the same thing over and over again, pretty much? It's the same foundation. And then depending on the player and their family, like. You customize it. You do a little yeah. customization, sprinkle in different things that they might be interested in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, them, give them some different pieces. But that takes up a lot of the day. I think like how long it. How long does one tour take? Because I would imagine um, it takes a couple hours, right? Yeah, I usually show up around like 1245. And then my part of the tour, like the tour itself, probably mm-hmm. done around like two. Okay. And then they go to the coach for like an hour and then I usually like walk them out afterward. So I'm kind of on call. Right. For like four, right. Three or four hours. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that definitely takes a lot of time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So gotta be on my game. Gotta right. be on my game. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And then I went to Florida. So That's I won't, yeah. So last weekend I was in Florida um, with like seven of the guys I graduated with, like on my team. Nice. They're, we're all in the same class. Um, Three of them were my roommates, so it was good to see them. I haven't seen all of them and some of them in almost a year now just because, like, moving out here and stuff. And then the summer, they all moved away. So it was cool to do that. It was really fun. Pretty pretty heavy drinking weekend, which – so this weekend I've just been relaxing, just <laughs> getting was my that? body yeah. right. <laughs> There's not – I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just as you get older, which I guess we're not that old, but, but. – I, I don't mean I'm you feel it for like a week after now. Oh, I know. I was in you've ever got that like mini like depression like after a trip. And it's <laughs> like <laughs> do you get that ever like Somebody... post, post like drinking trip depression where it's like Monday and Tuesday are just battles? Dude, my my captain freshman year used to call it hangxiety. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, exactly. Like, and it, it couldn't be more right. It's like, oh, uh, like what am I doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> you feel so out of sorts. You just want to get back in like a rhythm or routine. So like this weekend has been good. I'm going golfing in a little bit, but I pretty much just like relaxed all weekend. So it's been good. Um, let me get into this story really quick because it was treacherous. So speaking it. of the weekend, la- this weekend now, so. I'm getting ready for this triathlon, right? And yesterday I was supposed to do the full bike and the full run distances. So like you have confidence that you can do it. So I was like, all right, well, I might as well go since the, where I'm doing it at, it's only like 25 minutes away. I'm like, I might as well go do it at the, follow the actual bike like path and then the run. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's go do it. So I start off, it starts off in these neighborhoods and then it kind of goes out into like this country area by the mountains. And so there's a point in it for like four miles, I think, where it's like steady uphill. It's not like it's not like really uphill, but it's just constantly uphill the whole time. So I get out of the neighborhoods. I'm going to the countryside or whatever. 
and I'm pedaling up the uh, like starting to get uphill a little bit. I'm like, man, this is really hard. There's and I'm like on the lowest gear that I'm clicking over to, and I'm like, this is there's no way this is the lowest gear. There's no way. And I keep trying to click over, keep trying to click over. So I'm battling up this hill. And now it's getting to a point where it's like every stride is like digging in, digging in. I'm like, there's no way it should be this hard. So I had to, and my shoes are clipping, mind you. So it's not like I can just pop my feet off really quick. (laughs) So a little little anxious right now. Oh yeah. Oh, so I'm starting to like lose it a little bit. I'm starting to get frustrated because I, I, now I'm having to pull over about every two minutes because like it's an absolute battle and my legs are getting gassed. And so at this one point, so I'm battling, battling, stopping, stopping. And I get to this one point where it's like a curve, but it's like even more inclined than everything else now. So I'm like, there's no way I get up this hill. Like I'm dying. And so I clip off. I take both shoes off. I'm chilling there. And then I, so now to start back, I have to try to clip my shoe in and go on the hill. So my, on the hill. So my shoe clips in. Are you on the wrong route? That's what I'm thinking. No, no, no. This is the correct route. It's just, so I'll get to it. So I clip my shoe in and I try to get out, but I miss my other one. So I don't go going and my, I fall over. I literally, boom, and fell over into the street onto the side that my foot was clipped in because I couldn't get it unclipped and put my foot down. So I Are there cars? Over. Are there cars? No, thankfully there, there will, there, it, there could have been, but thankfully there wasn't. So I unclip, I, I yell at the bike. I was, I was pissed, dude. Cause I was like, just work. <laughs> like, I was like, yelling at the bike. I was like, gear up. Cause it wouldn't. So then I take my, both my shoes off. I take them completely off. Cause they have these things on the bottom, like to clip in. So it's like, you can't walk in them. I take them off. I'm walking up this hill in my socks, shoes in one hand, pushing the bike in the other hand. Like push like a little kid. Yeah. Like a little kid. And I was cars were driving by. I'm waiting for a car to stop. Be like, oh, are you okay? Everyone's just fum, 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 just gassing me. So I get up to the top of the hill. My chain fell off in that process. So now my chain's off my bike. How many minutes now now at this point? If this was the real race, you're oh. I mean, they've probably just ended you. They're like, yeah, <laughs> Like, hey, buddy, just hang out with us. <laughs> I was literally thinking that I in the notes for this workout, it's like, yeah, to gain confidence that you can do the full distance. And here I am not even halfway through the bike and I'm, I'm having a mental breakdown yelling at the bike. <laughs> Talk about a confidence boost. Like, like a Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. Jack, come on. <laughs> Dude, so I flip the bike over, put the chain back on. And then like I'm messing with the gears, like spinning it like with my hand. And there's three, there's three more lower gears and I was able to click over to it. And I flipped the bike over, I put my feet on. I'm like, where the hell were you guys the last 20 minutes? And so I found a prop. My bike doesn't like click over to them correctly. So there are lower gears. You just have to get some. Okay. I have a, yeah, I I just don't know how to get to them. I have a biker tip. I have a biker tip. You even know how to ride a bike. Not no, but my dad does. This is where I, this is where I heard. It. If you are going a certain speed, like like slow enough, it won't click over. Like you have to be going a certain speed for the chain. It's a safety thing. 
because if you're like inching along and you try to click something will like fall off i don't know maybe it's a chain i don't know but if you you have to like get speed and then click over so maybe like for the competition like you see this mountain coming like start to rip it and then click 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 and then now you're at the lowest speed and then it'll like get you up yeah i think if you because i think if you click if you're like you said the speed you can create tension in the chain too much and it can like <clears throat> wear out your um uh i don't know your clutch or whatever you want to call it your shifters or like the chain but this one like i don't know because then i was going fast and i was trying to downshift to those ones again and it still wasn't letting me i was able to do it one other time like randomly like i was clicking 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 and it like finally caught something where it like put it over but then again i did it again and i couldn't get it so i battled i almost had have you ever had those moments where you're so frustrated that like you're like you want to just let out a tear almost of frustration and then you're maybe, like I'm maybe 25, we'll, six i can't i got two out. solutions i got two solutions one what if we try the route with a unicycle or two tra- training wheels training wheels i would definitely do dude i that's falling so, over you're not falling over with the training wheels yeah that yeah exactly and i could just keep my feet locked in if i need a break but <laughs> dude so i get down this hill and i fucking called it a day i said i'm Done. frustrated and i did thir- i did 14 miles total and called it a day so I was so pissed. I got to bring the bike into the bike shop or something or else I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, get definitely get it fixed. I mean, at least at least you did that. Imagine if you didn't. Imagine if you waited until race day to do I that. I know. I know. Like a, a whole year of training just oh. ends with you screaming at the bike. Dude, I was literally yelling at the bike on when I was riding. I was so pissed. So that was my day yesterday. After that, I was just defeated. My confidence oh. was low. I got some Chipotle, took a nap, watched some NHL. I had to decompress. That was bad. Wait, speaking of naps, speaking of naps, I have a game changer for the nap department for people. Ooh, I'm a I'm a nap enthusiast, so let's hear it. The eye cover, like the eyebrow, is yeah, a yeah, yeah. is a world's difference maker. Yeah, because it like you, you don't get that light. I had a full I yesterday. I was pretty tired. I got back from Boston in the or like late morning. Called one of my buddies. Hey, I'm gonna take shut it down for a bit. Like I'll call you later. Covered my. You called eyes. your buddy to let him know that you're no, gonna shut it no, down. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I called my buddy, and then at the end of the conversation, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna shut it down. Like, I'll talk to you later." I don't know why I brought that up, but I did. I covered the eyes. Then. I wake up five hours later after having a full dream and oh. I'm like out of it. Like, you're I got, in REM I got, sleep. You're in REM. You hit I was REM. in deep REM. I got the, yeah. I had the, the hieroglyphics on my face from like the like, pillow and it was, but the game changer. I'm Those, talking about a game changer. Well, so for me, like if I wake up around like 6 a.m. to go pee or something and the sun's out and I try to go back to bed, I can't go back to sleep. But if I put, usually I just use a shirt. I grab a shirt, put it over my eyes. Like, you, yeah, darken it out. Game changer. I'm able to go back to bed. But if I don't, like that's that light just totally ruins it and doesn't allow me to go back to bed. So, yeah, I agree with that. 
Yeah. So. I just don't like when it like if you can feel it on like your you can feel it on uh what are these your eyelashes. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it's if not you, great. I don't like that. So you gotta get the ones that like pop out a little bit, like a little yeah. bug. Like bug yeah, there's like a whole tier, there's a whole system. Some of them are great, some of them are like yeah. paper to get this off my face. Right, right. Have you ever woke up sometimes if I wear one because I have one? I'll wake up and like half of it's like on like the back of my head, like, oh, it's, like my fully ears, rotated yeah, around. Your ears are like, irritated. Like, it's like yeah. choking me out sometimes. It's like down here. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny you say that. That is funny. That's a great story about the bike. I have been doing decent. Had a good week, a busy week with the tours, but for some reason, I, I don't. I haven't done anything the last five days that are like physical. Besides, mm. I ran today. Yeah, but my knee, I, I don't know what it feels like. I blocked is a Daniel Charo slap shot to my kneecap. That's what it feels like right now. Have you been Have you been sitting a lot? <clears throat> yes, that it could be that, that. That's usually what happens to me. Like if I, like if I'm sitting a lot and it's <clears throat> that's when I start to get a lot of knee soreness. Is it in the inside or outside? Right on top. Right on. Top. Ooh, right on top. Hmm, I wonder if it's a combination of you like haven't been working out and then like being stagnant. Yeah, it could be that. Probably a combo get, of that. I'm gonna go ask but, for a peg leg, like Peter Pan. <laughs> I need one too, dude. My my right knee, dude, is just in pain every day when I sit down for too long. Oh, it's brutal. I got a good one. I got a good um, little last story before we hop into hockey here. Okay. So Thursday night, one of our old teammates, Marcus Walter, drove up from. Uh, his school and came up to see me. Is he taking a fifth year? No. No, he's going to work at Western oh, sure. Canada. Okay. So came up. I haven't seen him in a bit. Where do we go? The place that we went in Springfield, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. It's awesome. The most overpriced fucking dump of wings ever. This but dude, their but sauce good. is good though. They got yeah, good sauce. Good nostalgic, sauce. right? Good time, right? So we get a nice table. We got lots of hockey on. That's why we chose to go. Oh, there. true. Right. Got the Tampa game, the Ranger game. Right. So mm-hmm. well, 24, he's turned 25. What you want to order a drink? Awesome. Lady comes by. He's like, Yeah, can we uh can I get a little drink? Sure. Okay. We're watching the games. We're not causing havoc. Nothing. She said, can I see your IDs? I said, sure. I hand her my ID. Marcus hands her her ID. She grabs Marcus's ID. See if says, Canadian one? Yes. Uh-huh. He says, what is this? That's what she says. She grabs it and says, what is this? Marcus says, it's an Edmonton, Alberta ID. To which she says, it's not real. To which Marcus says, yes, it is. So you're at B dubs, mind you. Yeah, we're at B dubs. <laughs> we're at B dubs. We're not causing havoc. We're at a table, right? Doing our own thing. She says it's fake. I said no, it's not. Marcus, that, yeah. Marcus pulls out his Royal Bank of Canada credit cards. Like, what are you going right. to fake your credit cards and right, lays right. them on the table? And he's like, I'm Canadian. Like, you can't hear it in my voice. Like, I'm Canadian. So she let me, let me talk to the manager. So she leaves. I'm I'm starting to get a little agitated. Um, I'm yep, like, yep. he chose to come to Buffalo Wild Wings. She comes back. She looks at mine and says, we, we can take this one. I'm like, of course you can. I'm 25. You, you yeah. can take it. Right, right. She looks at Marcus's and goes, we can't take this one. 
Marcus goes, I have pictures of my passport. Do you want that? She's like, no, we can't do that either. What? And I, now, at this point, I, I look at Marcus. I go, do you want me to say, like, we'll call the police? Like, he came <laughs> up, like, we're going to dinner. And then I realized, and he realized, like, we're just not going to make a scene. So I ordered my chicken sandwich. You I ate, ate it. still there? Yeah. We did. Why didn't we were you starving. leave? We were starving. Dude, you got to make a statement and get out of there. I still you can't, give them my you money. You can't let that happen. Talk about you, the you disrespect leave. to Canadians. You leave. Oh what are you? My. You can't serve, but but they'll serve the guy at the bar wearing a Rangers jersey, jumping on his chair. I when know. Rangers score, they're like, "Here, give this guy more." Yeah, double but down on him. The, double the down points. on him. Yeah, yeah, double down on him. And his truly cans. Double down. Well, dude, that happened to me in Florida. So my ID right now is paper because I just I'm switching my residency over to Utah. So. And I had to get a new one anyway because my birthday, my Illinois one expired. So I'm getting a new one, but I have a paper ID in the meantime. And me being the dummy that I am, I didn't, I literally thought about it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should bring my passport because I'm traveling with a paper ID. I didn't bring it. So that was a whole thing at TSA, getting through TSA with a paper ID. Not good. But at, so when we were in Florida, two of the bars that we tried to go to, they turned me down because of the paper ID. They wouldn't accept. Wait, so are it. you like, carrying dude, like how big, like a nine by eleven piece of paper that you folded up? No, it's like uh, it's like the same width as like a regular ID, but it's like a strip of like the eleven inches. Okay. Yeah, and like it's got a barcode and everything, and both two bars p- turned it down. And like I'm like, dude, I'm 26 years old. Like I have you two could, credit. You I, have, the police. I have a debt. No, one of the, the police, one of the policemen was sitting right there, and I look at him, and he goes shakes his head he's like can't do anything about it it's like i'm like are you kidding me so we had to go to the same bar every night because that was the only one that would let me in the 20, old 26 years old i'm bad i battled more to get into a bar at 26 than i did at 19 yeah, just like, to watch a game it's hell? not like you're ca- it's not like you're causing havoc either you just watch a game man that's annoying especially because like he has a real canadian id it's real canadian id she said sorry what what is this well actually I actually kind of like this out of Utah. They scan IDs, which so like if you scan it and it scans, I mean, that's pretty legit. So like, I mean, I'm sure, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, that's that, that wraps up my stories from the week. Got a bad knee and I couldn't get a drink at Buffalo Wild Wings because they <laughs> wouldn't give it to my buddy. You could have. No, nothing was. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. That's like but from the sounds of it. It sounds like you still you still had a good rest of your night. Um when I was texting you on Thursday. It was fun. It was so. great to see. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. If anybody's watching the live feed right now, I look like Patrick Starr. That's how red the camera is making me. Dude, I look... I, I, I've been judging myself this whole time on camera. I like, like, look like a little twig. Like my shoulders are <laughs> yeah, all like, scrunched. Yeah, but you dude. are. I, I look tiny right now. God. Okay, you know who's not tiny? You know who's not tiny? The uh, Boston Bruins absolutely manhandling my florida panthers florida got a game on them though florida did get a game on them which they i think that's about all they're gonna get on them to be honest little gentleman yeah yeah i don't know i mean tonight, today's a big one Three thirty start mm-hmm. we'll see i've been so impressed with the bruins defense it's just huge and mean and mobile yeah like, I don't. I didn't watch a lot of them this year because I watched the Panthers. That's the only team I watch. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden I'm seeing the Olmark. It, 
aside from that second game, this guy is kicking up the whole net. Yeah, right, right. You can't score. I mean, that's how they've been all year, though. So it's like not really surprising, but like they do look very good. Um, I feel like they have a lot of guys contributing, too. Like it's not just their top guys. It seems like a lot of different guys are contributing out there, which is what you need in playoffs. Yeah, you got Marshawn, you got Pasta, you got Zaka, you got Krejci, you got McAvoy, Lindholm, you got Bertuzzi, everybody. You got Bertuzzi pr- producing out there. Who's related to Todd Bertuzzi? I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I oh, assumed. I, I, like, yeah, okay, I okay. That. I figured that was it. I figured that was it. So what do you think? Because like, obviously there's a lot of series going on right now, and to cover all, all, all the series would be a lot to go through in one cast. But what do you think? Like, what's one thing in – in general that has stuck out to you these playoffs now i know that this kind of comes up in a lot of the playoff runs but and i want i'd like to kind of question this a bit so whoever's doing the statistics on this i want you to open up your eyes a bit Mm -hmm. the hit count after the games the hit count in the third period of the winnipeg vegas game was 61 to like 47 just in the third no, no, this is through the oh. third period. 61 okay. to 47. Now, look, it's the playoffs, right? Going to have more hitting. I do not think it was that high. What I want to know what they're qualifying as a hit. 61 hits out of one team. That's more than a hit a minute. That, 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 that's not happening. Uh, yeah, I don't know what would be like what constitutes a hit and what doesn't. I'm assuming like if you even make contact with a guy, that's a hit. I feel like it's got to be like. I like intent to hit or separate the person from the puck. Right, right. I would agree, but then like that's like a borderline thing. Like whoever's taking stats has it's opinionated. It is. It is, but I'm looking I mean you got over 100 hits a game. Like this there's no I don't know. I don't know maybe dude. some of these series, some of these series there's definitely there's definitely been a lot of hitting. Like yeah. a lot. Like this Toronto Tampa series has been getting out of hand in the third periods. Yes, like the last I'm, two games has been absurd in the third period. Did you see um um the GM for Toronto? Uh, what's his name? Um, Dubis. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Dubis. Did you see him yelling at fans last night? I did. I, I don't know what he's doing. No, doing that? No. I like to know, you know the what? context. No, I like to know I, the context. Right. I actually because like I'm sure like these fans were giving it to him and like fuck the fans like if. Like they're chirping you hard, dude. Like you don't just cause like you're in the organization, like you have the ability to like defend yourself in a way. Now I don't know the context of it, but I could see it not being a good look, but at the same time, like you're passionate, your job's on the line, like people are being ruthless towards you. Like you're just trying to watch a game and you got like f- like five forty year olds just yelling at you in your face. It's like what also any- also like in the video you only see him, right? Like right, they don't right. show so, like, I'm kind of, like, looking at it, and it's, like, that could be, like, family that he's, like, just having, a like, a stern conversation with. Like, <laughs> I don't know. His kids were running around in the stadium. He yeah. had to give him, like, a talking to. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, everybody's, like, he's giving it to Lightning fans. Like, I, what if those are Tam- – what if those are right. Maple Leaf fans that he's talking to? Like, Right, right. I don't well, know. And, I'm kind of on his figure, side. I am, too, because, like, I'm sure there's alcohol involved on the on the one side of, like, the Tampa fans. And, like, for him, he's, like, obviously heavily involved in Toronto. So, it's, like, 
I I see where he's coming from. Just like what happened the night before, or um, the game before with Tampa, um, Maroon and Perry and them yeah, in the, the box. box. Like same thing. Like same thing. Just because it's yeah. the GM doesn't make it any different. Like you're still part of the team, and yeah. your emotions are running high. So I mean, I'm I'm on the f- side of the players because like and GM, like you are in it. So I'm going to give you a little hypothetical here. Okay. You are you are the coach of the Milwaukee Machine. That was the team that we created yeah. a couple pot couple of these back. Militia, militia, Milwaukee militia. Yeah, you're down four nothing in the third. You make an awesome comeback. It's four four. People have been in your ear the entire time. <laughs> I'm head coach. You're no no no. You're the GM. You're in the box. Oh, oh oh oh. You score in overtime. You win this game. They don't say anything to you. Are you saying something on your way out, or are you just exiting? So I think what I would do is I'd make like one, like one sentence chirp, say it, and then turn, turn around, and <laughs> turn like, and book it. I'm getting out of there. I'm saying one thing, like something, just like a dig, and then I'm out. I'm, like, I'm like, quick like nice, out. Yeah, nice save, bud. I'm out of yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I'm hit, I'm doing one liner and I'm out. Yeah, I think that would be kind of sick. But then it'd also be kind of cool just to walk away and like, be like, yeah, that's what I thought. I agree. Now, all right. Now, did you think the hit on Braden Point was a penalty? No, I didn't. I okay, thought, now, I but thought it, let me. You so, go, you I go, mean, you go. You see that play a thousand times in a game. Two guys going in the corner for a puck, and they're battling for position. And it just happened to be like. Point was kind of turning, and then um, Riley kind of had like a slight push off, and like who knows, Point could have caught an edge right there, just a little one, and that and that's enough to send you flying over your feet. So I thought it was just like a battle and just like a freak accident. Um, I don't think it was intentional or anything. So, and yeah, I don't think it was a penalty. Now the only thing that made me think, the only thing that made me think maybe this is a penalty is I imagine myself on the Tampa bench. If if that happened to one, you're, you're screaming for a penalty. Like, you oh, are. Yeah, you definitely are. It depends on what side you're on. Exactly, exactly. So it's, I don't know, I'm kind of torn. Like, But you didn't even, like, Cooper wasn't, like, he wasn't mad about the call or anything. Did you, well, like, he was he mad that he ended up being on the PK after that. Right, right, but that was in fault to some of his team, like his players. But like, you kind of have to react that way when that happens. Yeah, like you're, you're sticking going. up for your teammates. So he wasn't necessarily. I don't think he was mad about the call. I think he was more concerned about point than he was about the call because I think it yeah. was just like a battle, and and it wasn't even really a battle. Like it was just like kind of battling for position on the puck. The puck was like coming right towards them, and so it was kind of just like a freak accident. So I don't think that was. Um, necessarily a penalty who do you think wins that series because tampa last night dominated that game for the most part for the most part yeah i didn't see the ot too much i was playing video games but um (laughs) (laughs) but like in the second period and in the third like tampa was dominating toronto every time they touched the puck it was a dump in and tampa was picking up the puck breaking it out or chipping it out every time like toronto had no momentum throughout the second and third i I would say yeah no i agree i would say i don't know i mean it would be cool to see toronto win got some buddies that are toronto fans i I guess i'm a fan of some of those guys yeah me too players i like matthews i like marner 
But I don't know. I, I do like Tampa too. I'm also a little biased being from yeah. Florida. So it'd be cool to see a Florida team do well again. I don't know. I think this one could go seven. I think so. You think? Yeah, I just, I think I want Toronto to win just because like, I like those guys on the team. I like the way some of them are competing. Like Marner, I thought has competed really hard. Like leads the, leads the block- playoffs in points. Does he? Two. Does he lead? Eight. He's yeah, he's eight. blocking shots. He's diving over the ice to like, you know, try to, you know, poke a puck to his teammate. Like he looks like he like he's out there giving it his all, which is good to see, especially out of a guy who's like a skill guy, but like, you know, doing other things too outside of that yeah. to like, you know, win a series. So I want to see them win, but like Tampa looked pretty good right there. I think Toronto probably squeaked that one out. You know, so both those goals, those last two goals, good goals, but like that could have been gone either way. That could have gone, gone either, either way. way. And I think Tampa probably deserved that win. So I'm interested to see how that series goes. Um, one thing that I want to bring up in total that I've noticed out of the defensemen, which is kind of really surprised me, is. On some of these goals, whether it be line rushes or like the one last night off that face-off play that um, uh, who came around the net and uh, scored like short side. Um, uh, Darren face-off. Radish. Yeah, so Radish, you know, he came around the net off that uh, switch. Um, one thing I've noticed out of the defensemen who are defending these line rushes or on a play like that is they are not, when these when these shots are going in, they're not stick on puck. They are dropping to a knee. They're tucking their stick in and they're trying to block the shot. On multiple line rush goals, I've seen it. And on that goal, they're just dropping to a knee. Now I don't know. And their stick is like tucked in away from them. Like on some of those, if your stick is out there, you're deflecting it up probably into the netting. And they're trying to they're trying to drop to a knee and block it. Now I don't know if that's a thing. Like the goalies don't want you to try to deflect it because then it changes the angle of the shot. I don't know. I don't think so. I can see it in a way, but at the same time, like your stick needs to be out there at least taking away a pass, if anything. Like it's I forget who who was on this line rush. I want to say it was on. Uh, I want to say it was like in the Winnipeg game or the Seattle game. Like the the guy shot from the top of the circle and the defenseman's trying to block it on the line rush. Just put your stick out there and have a good stick, and that's not even a, that's not even really a threat. But like with some of these guys' shots, if you drop to a knee, you leave, you allow them to have a shooting lane towards the net, and they're they're picking corners. So yeah. that's one thing I've noticed quite a bit on some of these goals is they're trying to block shots rather than stick on puck. And I don't know if that's like a maybe I'm outdated, but I don't think so. Yeah, the I, I did the only thing I could think of that would cause it. I guess I haven't looked at that too much. Would be the goalie's saying don't do it like don't do it right because it, there are times where you deflect it and it's like almost a tip for them but right. like you said yeah the, if you if you're not if you don't have that stick extended and you're not going stick on puck like the ability of some of these forwards to change the angle of their shot around the body like it's almost better the for Florida them game. it's almost better for them when you drop to a knee like that because now they can shoot around you as a screen like a quick yeah. pull around like your skate and shooting off like your, you know, your toe of your skate or something, like it's a great screen for you. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's been I've been really impressed with the shooting. Like uh like I said, the hall goal against Florida. Yeah, maybe it's a bit soft of a goal, but 
I mean, you're absolutely ripping it from outside the top of the circle. Yeah. Uh, and it's going in. So, and then you guys see the one in the uh, Vegas Winnipeg game as well. The guy kind of sets his feet and just absolutely. Was that the one coming one. down on the right wall? Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. That is the one I'm talking Like, did he rip it like short side? I think. Yeah. 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 That's the one I'm, that's one of the goals I'm talking about where the, the defenseman dropped to a knee to block it. Instead, especially when you're that far out, I think stick on puck and just. I think that I, they may be trying to. I think it's more so the, I think it's more so the ability of the forwards than less so the unexecution. Like I think the D are trying to get stick on puck and trying to like do everything they can, but some of these forwards are just so quick with oh like, definitely, definitely put it out there and then just all of a sudden it's coming off of the other side of your body and you're like, what's going on? Right. Right. No, I agree. Some of these forwards and their ability to like even deceive you like deception on what you're going to do with the puck and then they pull and shoot for sure. But I just don't see the point of dropping to a knee on a line rush versus having your stick on the stick on puck. Yeah. I was just speaking of speaking of hits. Now, what do you think? We go back to the wild stars first game. Dumba Pavelski. Is it dirty? Is it clean? I thought it was pretty dirty. I thought late. it was dirty too. I, I thought it was late and it was high. I thought it was very late. I mean, in real time, yeah. maybe not, but you know what you're doing, Dumba. Oh, like, he, you know what you're doing. He knew because he was because like Pavelski was coming off of another guy. Like, like you know what I mean? Like there was yes. a guy and like so he was so Dumba knew he had him lined up behind that guy and he wasn't going to see him coming. No, and it is the can, playoff, right? It's, it's yeah. the playoffs. Everybody says the playoffs, but still, like, at I, what point? Pavelski's got over a thousand games. At what point do you say, like, yeah, it was a non-effective shot. Nothing happened. You let this the whistle had already gone, right? Or maybe it didn't. But but the, let this guy go behind the net. Like he's got a thousand games. Like why are we trying to take his head off? Maybe oh, that's I, just me. I don't know. Well, and I I think like okay, Pavelski goes out with probably a concussion. I'm assuming, right? Is what he has. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. So he goes out with a concussion. Now they lost one of their best net front guys yeah that's one of the best players yeah right so now since they lost one of their best players off a hit a arguably dirty hit late hit and high there's there's no way there shouldn't be a there is no way that there shouldn't be a suspension because now you lost one of your best players from that hit and the hit was arguably dirty so it's like at least a game or two Considering th- in a, in a regular out of the series season, now, yeah. in regular season, probably I don't think they ended up did giving him any suspension. They didn't, I, they didn't, and I think they did. They ruled that like the high part of it was due to like a stick. I guess Pavelski's own stick hit his face. I don't know, but still, like I don't. I thought it was dirty. I thought I it was dirty. Too. What do you think about that? Have you watched a bit of that series? Yeah, I've watched. I've watched parts of it. Um, it's it's so hard with these games overlapping. Yeah, they got to figure that, that out, man. It's really hard to watch. I wanted to talk to you about this actually. So I'll bring it up. Like some of these times of these games, one, if you're on the East coast, it's like, it's oh, impossible to watch the last two games. The sleep night. schedule. 2 a.m. Yeah, I know last night I looked at the clock when that, um, the avalanche Seattle. game finished. Yeah. It would have been like one thirty a.m. for you. Yeah. I didn't even turn it on. Cause I knew if I yeah. turned it on, I'd end up watching the whole thing. Yeah. So I think the timing of them is awful i mean i like the four game stack in a day that's cool i, I mean that's great yeah, in great. terms yeah, of it's... being able to watch hockey all night but like 
the timing of them and then like how they overlap is just really tough to like keep up on every series. Yeah, cuz you end up yeah, you could probably do two at a time, but the issue is like I want to hear the interview the interviews in the middle of the period, mm-hmm. but then one of them's going in the middle of the period. Like maybe just back it up kind of sometimes basketball does this where it's like four o'clock six thirty eight like so they're actually like pretty spread out but yeah overlap especially with overtime i turned on the toronto one after winnipeg it was already one to one i was like oh boy right right so it's it's a little hard to keep track of like different because you'll be like flip-flopping between games and stuff like when through periods and whatnot um i am not really sure who is going to win that series um that could be a long one i think so too i think it's pretty, I mean, it's a good battle. I think these they're pretty, like, evenly matched up in terms of skill and, like, their compete level is really high right now. Um, but I'm not sure. What do you think? Have you watched a lot of that series? Yeah, I think Dallas looks pretty good. So do the Wild. I, it's tough. Yeah. That's going to be one like the Toronto-Tampa, I think, where it's kind of tough to tell. Yeah. My underdog I, of the whole ooh, playoff I got so one far. Too. Okay. The team that I think could be a Stanley Cup champion right now is the LA Kings. Ooh, okay. They, they look, look they, good. They do. They do. And they're doing a good job of like staying with the Oilers in terms of scoring. Yeah, they're doing a nice. I mean, yeah, they're doing look still Dry Settle and McDavid combined the number one point still, but regardless. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, I mean Guys that you don't really watch on the East Coast, like I've never mm-hmm. seen a lot of Kempe or Ayafalo. I haven't seen these guys that much. I was gonna say they, I was gonna make a comment about Kempe. He was good. good. He looks really, really good. good. Yeah, and Arvinson, Arvinson too. Like they they look good, really good. Kopitar, obviously. Yeah, I think Drysidle. The first two games, oh. I didn't really watch the last game. Man on a mission. Game one especially, it was insane. The place he was making out there. It was people incredible, say, dude. People say if you put Dreisaitl on another team, he doesn't have the same amount of points. Okay. Uh, he's still he's still top three in the league. He wasn't even playing on a line with McDavid game one. And yeah, exactly. Was, and his, his playmaking ability was insane. You put him on Nashville Predators, he's got over 100 points. I agree. Totally agree. It was like his way he handles the puck, his patience with the puck, his playmaking ability, his strength with the puck is it's crazy. And then his like his passing ability is yeah, he's top notch. It was yeah. Now I don't know. I yeah, I mean LA got a big win game three, so huge win. Huge win. Do you think that was a high stick? You think that was a high stick? Oh man. I have my well, argument so, and my argument's good. So you go first. So I, I was listening to one of the broadcasts last night and they made a good point. They're like the GMs, you know, the owners or GMs made an agreement that we want to see more goals and we're not going to be ticky tacky on all these little things. So if that's the way they want it, then you can't, I mean, zooming in like super close on the stick and the puck. And even if the stick does slightly touch it, it has no effect. It didn't have any effect on where the puck was going to land or anything like that. Like the play was still going to happen like whether it hit that stick or not like it it's not like he whacked in and went 20 feet away yeah so i i think it was a good no call on that play to like let the play go on it's in playoffs ot like let's let's play hockey not worry about ticky tacky things i like that okay here's my argument 
I am going to say it was a great no call. My reasoning, as a player, we, we, I say we, I'm more so NHL guys, right? Are, mm-hmm. they, know the, they know those rules so well. Oh, yeah. So well. That if, if, they, if they even feel someone's offsides, they're screaming for it from the ice. Yeah. If you watch Velarde, he doesn't even react like he's touched. Like, right? Yeah, he puts his, his sticks up there. But if he had thought that that was a high stick, Mm-hmm. He's not trying to kill the like he's not going to touch that and kill it right. Their D is going to touch it, then he's going to go like, right, right, right. Yeah. He doesn't even re- none of those players around like are reacting. The only one who did was fact. McDavid. The only but one after did the was fact. Mc- no, he raised his hand. Oh, he did ra- he? Okay, yeah, like right when the supposedly if the puck hit the stick, he was because he was like on the wall right there, kind of circling up. He raised his hand. Um, for, like, the, if, it stick, in, but, like, if, if it goes the, in, if it doesn't go in, do they even? Do they even argue it? Probably not. No, no, I don't think so. No, I agree with that because, like, you can tell, like, when players, like, when someone touches, like, a high they stick know. or, like, you hand pass, everyone kind of stops almost. Yeah, like, you could see playing, on their face. Like, like, it slows down. Everyone's like, all right, who's going to touch the puck? Who's going to touch the puck? But yeah. for that one, like, no one stopped play. Like, the play continued, like, exactly how it would, like, whether, he, you know, if he didn't touch the puck. So I agree with you on that. Um I but I think like for a situation like that overtime, like you, it's impossible to tell. I think you just play on, like yeah, play don't on. Play I would say until you hear the whistles, you know. Yeah, which it seems like they did. Right, the goal didn't come till like fifteen seconds after. You know, like it kind right, of went up the right. wall and then it kind of came down. Like yeah, yeah. So. I think that I think that was a good no call. Here's my sleeper team right now. I don't think they're going to win the series, but their compete level is at. It's it looks good, and I really like the effort that they're giving. I should say. Wait, I want to say it with you because I think I know what you're gonna say. Ooh, all right, all right, ready? all right. Three, three, two, two, one. one. Winnipeg Seattle. Jets. Oh, good choice. I like the Jets. They look. I mean, for they're playing the number one seed, right? And they are giving them. They're giving them a tough time. They are giving them a really tough time. Like their compete level is crazy. I think. Some of their top players are playing really well. They're sticking with Vegas. Um, I think right last game did they go to overtime against them? They scored with like yeah overtime a minute left, right? Yeah, they came back. They were down yeah, four came, to one. Right at home, whiteout, great for, barn. You know, yeah, great and barn. They're down four to one, and they score three third period goals to tie it up. So I think like they, in terms of compete level, they look really good. Um, I don't think they're going to win the series overall, but I really like their compete. I think they are doing a good job at giving it to a number one seed and not making it easy for them like it can be in, you know, other series. Absolutely. They got some players too: Wheeler, Connor, Lowry, Shifley. They more, I'm a big fan of Kyle Connor. I'm a big fan of Kyle Connor. I think he he is. He is 72 points as a freshman in college. I think something like that. Did he? I, I got a little story for you. So I played in a tournament one time. I played Bell Tire for Bell Tire in Detroit. I was like playing with like their U16 team just in a spring tournament. I was on a team with him and Larkin. It's a good team. <laughs> Dude, we, we mopped the floor in the tournament, I think. I'm sure. And him and Larkin were tearing it up. I had no idea who they were at the time. 
Yeah, like these guys. And now, yeah. And then I saw once they go to college and got drafted, I'm like, holy shit, dude! They were mopping the floor with every team out there. It was crazy. But I'm a big fan of him. I think he's, I think he's really good. I think he plays the right way, and he can, he can score. There's some good. They got some players. That I actually enjoy watching the Vegas games. After going to Vegas, I actually have like a better appreciation for like Mm -hmm. that city. But the watching them. I mean, I love their home games. That whole like pregame Vegas show they got going on is yeah, awesome. Right. And then it's kind of like a battle of two great atmospheres. Like totally also, you know different, what's like totally different atmospheres, but like both good atmospheres in way different ways. You know what's a weird atmosphere situation right Florida. now? Well, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> horrible. I'm not even gonna talk Ooh, about it. Oh, wait, Rangers, New Jersey. Yes, Rangers Devils. There's not a home like they're everybody's mixed like you don't have a home game no every like the rangers are loud in the devil's bar and the devils are loud. like the the rinks are probably i don't know maybe an hour two hours apart like yeah that is wonder, a full go i wonder who has more fans like at the away game so like rangers just need, that's what i would think right? i think so i think it's just would, a bigger market yeah i would totally i think i think one game i think it was like game two Rangers were beating up on them kind of good, and uh, there was a chant in the rink about like "Let's go Rangers." It, it was yeah. it was loud. It was really yeah. You could loud. hear you that, which is really weird. I like when the other team scores. Like the Rangers scored in the Devil's Barn, and it's loud. Yeah, like you could that's hear how, their fans screaming. That's how it was back in uh, Tampa in the playoffs when Chicago was playing them. Like mm-hmm. Chicago would score and it would be like l- loud in there because like, there's a lot of Chicago people who are like live in that area. Same with Nashville. Like when they had to stop allowing Chicago people to buy tickets for Tampa and Nashville games. Because right, I have a question for you. All right. I want your top three traveling fan groups. Who do you think? Oh, top three. All right. Well, I'm going to be biased here and say, sh- I'll go Chicago pre twenty last time they made the playoffs in the bubble. So whatever that okay. was twenty twenty one or whatever. Um I'm gonna say Chicago in that time frame before then. Um when they were making their cup runs and stuff. Um another one I would say that would probably be pretty good would be Boston. I don't know. I don't, yeah. these aren't confirmed, but I feel like Boston has a pretty solid fan base. Um, and then my third one, ah, uh, this is tough. Um, I'm going to say, uh, Detroit. No, oh, no reason why. No reason why. I just feel like they have a great fan base there. Um, that's a good one. The only reason I don't, well, see, I don't know too much about the Canadian markets now. Yeah. Depending on like. I don't know, like distance wise in Canada, like how far Edmonton is from, you know, Calgary or whatever. So I don't know, yeah. but I'm sure some of those are really good. I just have no idea on who, how they travel up there. It's totally foreign to me. I would say, I would say for me, like just because of Florida, like you go up going to the Panther games. Yeah. If the Rangers, if the Maple Leafs, Canadians, you know, Black all Hawks, too well, you know, Penguins. all too well about away crowds just dominating. Oh my God. I went to a, a Toronto versus Panthers game a couple Christmases ago yeah. in Florida. It was a it was a home game for Toronto. 
Like, well, isn't there a lot of there's like a lot of people from that Toronto area who go down to Florida? Yeah, a lot right? of people come down okay. to Florida for the okay. winter. Yeah, so that's what who you, I'm going with for mine. So wait, who are same again? Top, I'm going give me Rain, top three of those. No. Rangers number one, mm-hmm. Toronto number two, Canadians number three. Okay, I could see that for sure. I can definitely the Canadian teams make sense. I I wonder how much they travel into the U.S. for games. Well, I think or it's is, more, or yeah, is it visiting. just like they have like a such or do they have just like such a large fan base spread out throughout the throughout the states that if like your team is like Toronto's close to playing in you know Detroit I mean that's not a good example because Toronto's right there but like say Florida yeah yeah like, do they Even have a Tampa, bunch of fans yeah. in Florida that yeah when like, Toronto plays Tampa right. they pack it too right yeah that that's a good uh that's a good question who do you think has right now who do you think has the best atmosphere for home games for playoffs the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. That's pretty they, that is so cool. The fact, like, the Panthers the other day put white shirts on the <laughs> back of their seats. They have, like, ten people wearing them. Nobody wore them. They spend, no I don't know. Yeah. The whole stadium had white T-shirts that said, time to hunt with a scratch mark. And they ended up right. losing four to two, regardless. But still. Not a single person on the live feed was wearing the shirt. That does not make sense to me. It, I Is it? I just think it's just like the obviously it's just the fan base there. It just doesn't seem to, yeah. They just don't seem to, and they have a good team too. Like they've had a good good team team. for the last couple of years too. Like it's not like they're a bad team. Three years in a row. Do you think it has to do with the rink location? Yeah, the rink location's not great. It's kind of isolated in terms of it's in between a couple areas. Yeah, but also I'd say like, I mean, they they do a decent job of marketing it. They do. Yeah. But well, look at Tampa. Bad. Like they have no problem. Yeah, they have no problem. Say, yeah, good team. Yeah, but it's I tough. think it might it's be location. Uh, this is yeah. my this is my top playoff team, or like you know home. I I like Carolina's vibe. Yeah, they got great. I, they got a great crew. I do. I feel like everyone there is like locked in on playoffs. Like it's not a huge market there. Like in terms of like population compared to some of these other cities. But like the fan base that they have is like strong. I heard the beers are cheap there too. One okay, I got a would you were... rather. Okay. I got a would you rather coming at you. All right. Would you rather be the hurricane siren guy for the storm surge in Carolina? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Or would you rather be the knight that bangs on the drum at the Golden Knights game? For I one think, day, you just got it. One day, would you rather be? Basically, yeah, I'm saying, yeah. would you rather be in the storm surge or in the night's pregame show? Oh man, okay. So I think doing the Carolina one would be cooler, but I'm gonna choose Vegas because I feel like after you beat that drum, like the rest of your night is gonna be legendary. So yeah, you're the drum night. guy. Yeah, yeah you're, you're the, the drum, drum guy. guy at the night's game. Like you're gonna have a good time. So I think I would go with drum guys. Based off the whole how the whole night's gonna go, not just that one moment. So it's a good choice. Now, do you okay? So this is my last thing I want to bring up about the playoffs. Right? Is this is just my take that every cup winning team for you know whatever the last ever since we've been watching hockey, it always seems like to be a cup winning team, you have to have a defenseman who is producing highly offensive, like point-wise. 
Do you do you agree with that? Like I the reason I thought of this was like I was watching Brent Burns game one and he was playing lights out all over the ice and then his playmaking, like his passes and stuff that he was setting guys up and stuff was incredible. Um and I was it got me thinking like about like back back when the Hawks were making their cup runs, like you either had Keith or Seabrook producing like highly offensive. And then like last year, like a guy like McCarr, who, you know, having a really good offensive. Hedman. Yeah, exactly. Like a guy like Hedman. Do you think like in order to win a cup, like you need a defenseman who's out there producing points? Yeah, I would say you need somebody that's that's really facilitating the offense. Uh, like right now, I would say that that guy's Adam Fox. He's got six points. He leads all defensemen. Yep. It, you look at Hedman, he was the Conn Smythe winner, McCarr. Mm-hmm. Even the book I'm reading right now is called No One Wins Alone by Mark Messier. So it's yeah. Messier's bio. And he's talking about the impact that Paul Coffey had on his Oilers teams. Yeah. Like, I just think, think about it. Like, every time the puck goes into the zone, Hedman has a good chance of getting it out. Like, first right. touch. Like, well, whether it be a, off the glass, a breakout pass. So. I mean, well, having thing, something to do is huge. The other thing about that too is like that guy who's usually producing like that is usually their best defenseman. So they're playing the most minutes. They're playing the most minutes out of anyone on the Maybe team half the game besides the, the goalie. Yeah. They're playing thirty plus minutes most likely. So they are out there for half the game. So if they can affect the game like that that much, that's half the. You know what I mean? Like they they're out there so much. Like they're so involved that like I think you need. To win a cup, you need a guy who can produce like that defensively and offensively, but mainly I'm focusing on offense. Yeah, absolutely. If you could do them both, great. But if you're, like you said, you're playing half the game, Hedman is so big that he, in his prime, and I'd say he's still in his prime, yeah, he is he able to. good last night. Yeah, he's able to dominate the, the ice. Like Nobody's mm-hmm. coming on his half, and he's right. able to be the first one up the ice on his half too. Well, yeah, and then you just watch him move the puck in the ozone, and yeah. then like you know, get the puck to the net. It's it's unreal. They're gonna be dangerous with him and uh, Shvestikov back. Is that who, no, it's not Shvestikov. Um, what's the other dude? Uh, the Russian dude. Why am I blanking? Yeah, Sergachev. Yeah, Shvestikov on Carolina. Yeah, I know you that dumb, was dumb. dumb. That was dumb. Yeah, so Sergachev and uh, Hedman back. All right, so I think that wraps it up with our. Cup Stanley Cup playoffs talk. There's a lot of games. Who's your going favorite right, right now? now? Who's your, who's winning the cup okay. right now? I want Conn Smythe winner, and I want Stanley Cup winner. Uh, uh I think winning the cup. This is tough because a lot of these teams aren't playing like crazy consistently right now. Like, there's a lot of close series where it's like some teams are just finding their stride. Almost it seems like like they're just getting settled into playoffs. Which is understandable. Um, right now, I'm gonna say it's so it's boring to say, but Boston. I okay, I'm gonna they, I'm gonna counter that. Okay. You're going with the Boston Bruins. Who's your Conn Smythe winner? Pasta. We go Olmark, probably the goalie. Maybe um, Pasternak. Um, I don't know, dude. There's still a lot of playoffs to be played. Right. It's hard to say. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say Marshan. <laughs> oh, good choice. He's playing well. I'm going with it's the year of the East Rags. The New York Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup. That, and, I want and, them to win. And I think Conn Smythe winner, 
is going to be Chris Kreider. That's my that's my guess right now. That's my guess yeah. right now. Next week could be different. Today it could be different. Tomorrow, but right, right now, we got a bunch of games on today. We got a bunch of games on today. Four games. So I want the Rangers. If that that's who I want to win the playoffs. Patrick Kane but would be nice. Did you see his goal the other day? Yeah, he's good. He's good. <sighs> He's still got it, dude. Don't He's wait until they it. get – if they make it past this round, which I think they're going to, the way they look right now, I think he He's might, good. He, he is good. And they got a lot of good players. Could they be a hurricane year too, though. Could be a hurricane. Uh, Could be the West. Could be anybody. Dude, they are, they're, they're dropping like flies, Carolina. Everyone's getting anybody. hurt. They have bad luck right now in terms of injuries, and they're not scoring much. So I don't know if they're going to necessarily get it done. But – all right, do you got anything else? Do you have any other stories for me that you want to talk about? Anything you need to get off your chest? I mean, besides me being rattled, I had a haircut the other day, and it was seven minutes long. Seven. <laughs> I walked in the door at at 4.30. No. I walked out the door at 4.37. No way. Yes. How? I, I don't know. That's not good. That's never good. No, that's why I got a hat on. Let me see. No, no. <laughs> Seven minutes. Where'd you go? Great clips. Supercuts. I asked for. Dude, you cannot. When are you gonna learn? How old are you? Twenty four. Yeah. Are you ever, dude? At this age, you're old enough now. You need to find a barber, a set guy who you go to every two to three weeks. You go to the same guy and you don't switch it up. Go into this. They pick out of a hat who cut your hair. It's not it, dude. You gotta go. It's It's not seven minutes. Seven minutes. Did she buzz it? Like, did she get a buzz? She get a little buzz on the sides and scissors on the top. Next thing I know, all right, you're you're done. Wiping the tarp off you. You're done already. I was like, what? What? That's lady. not good, dude. You need to find so, a barber around you and go there. Pay the extra dollar. And it was like you. It was good. like you yelling at the bike. I'm yelling at the haircut under my breath. I would be rattled. Seven minutes. That's just not enough time to. Get done what you need to get done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so we're watching hockey today. We got Hurricanes Islanders at 1 o'clock. We got Panthers Bruins at 3.30. Uh, we got the West Games today. Edmonton and Los Angeles. And we got one that's more. That's going to be a good one. Minnesota, Dallas. I like, I like that. I don't think any of the series right now are 3-0, right? No, not, not a single one. one. Se- which is great. I think that's awesome. Yeah, makes for better. Better game sevens. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get into some uh, hockey today. Let's enjoy our Sundays and get done what you need to get done. Get your chores done for the day so you're all ready to go for Monday. Get some homework homework coming my way. Honestly, I can't even imagine right now if I was still battling homework. Bless your heart for doing that, dude. Just getting it done. It is. I'm going golfing in a little bit. Oh, have fun. (laughs) Thank you. Have fun. I'm jealous. All All right. right. Talk to you later.